Good morning, church. Uh, good morning and welcome to this Sunday morning worship service. It's a pleasure to see you all here. This is the first Sunday of Advent this year. Who's excited? All right. Yes. So we are officially in the Christmas season. In uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 15, uh, the shepherds to whom the angels appeared said, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. As we enter the Christmas season uh, this year and we are nearing the end of the year, let's take our eyes off the hardship that has marked the year and let's look with joyful hearts to what happened in Bethlehem centuries ago where hope was born, peace was born, joy was born, and love was born. Christ the Lord was born. Amen? So let's stand, if you're able, and join us now as we sing in adoration to our great God. Oh, 
You may be seated. Hi, Bible Town kids. It's your friends Claire and Elsie and Owen. We're really glad you're here today. Over the past few weeks, we've been talking about talking to God. Did you know that God is everywhere? Because he's everywhere and loves us very much, we can talk to him anytime, anywhere, about anything. And today we're going to talk about bananas. Bananas? Yeah. Do you like bananas? Yeah, on my cereal and my pancakes and sometimes for lunch too. Did you know that when Grandma was a little girl, she used to take mayonnaise and banana sandwiches to school for lunch? Yuck, I don't think I would like them that way. Me neither. Anyway, I'm going to peel this banana here, and then I'm going to see if I can put it back together again, okay? Hey, you can't put the skin back on the banana after you've peeled it. It just won't go. Well, what if I use some glue to put it back together, or maybe some string? Nah, that won't work. Once a banana is out, you can't put the skin back on. Everybody knows that. You're right. Once it's out, you can't put it back together again. But did you know that it's the same way with our words? Once we've told a lie or said and something mean to someone, it's that we can't take our words back. Wow, I guess I'd better be careful about what I say. For sure. God reminds us about this in Ephesians 4, verse 29, which says, Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful, so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. It's hard to remember to always think before I say something. Can we talk to God about that? Sure we can. We can talk to God anytime, anywhere, and about anything. He can always help us to do what's right. We can pray right now. Dear Heavenly Father, please help all our Bible Town kids remember to use words that are good and helpful, not mean or hurtful, and to always tell the truth. Amen. I'm really glad we could talk to God about this today, Bible Town kids. Enjoy your bananas. And, and please, please come back very soon. Yes, indeed. All right. It's, uh, it's uh, always a pleasure to hear those devotionals. As I've mentioned before, today is the first Sunday of Advent. So we've entered a time that we call Advent, which means coming or arrival. And so the focus of the season is to celebrate the birth of Christ in his first Advent. And we're also anticipating uh, the return of Christ the King in his, seven, in his second Advent. So Advent is more than just simply marking a 2,000-year-old event in history. It's celebrating the truth about God, the revelation of God in Christ, where all creation will one day be reconciled to God. So that's a process that we, in which we participate now, and uh, we anticipate the consummation of that. The Advent wreath reminds us of God himself, his eternity, his endless mercy, which has no beginning or end, and speaks of the hope that we have in God, the hope of newness, of renewal, of eternal life. The candles symbolize the light of God coming into the world through the birth of his son. The four outer candles represent the period of waiting during the four Sundays of Advent, and the middle candle is the Christ candle. This morning, we light the first candle, the candle of hope.
The word of the Lord from Micah, chapter 5, verses 2 to 4. But as for you, Bethlehem, too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. Therefore he will give them up until the time when she who is in labor has born a child. Then the remainder of his brethren will return to the sons of Israel. And he will arise and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they will remain, because at that time he will be great to the ends of the earth. And from Luke chapter 2, 22 to 32. And when the days for their purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what was said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him into his arms and blessed God and said, Now, Lord, thou dost let thy bondservant depart in peace according to thy word. For my eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. The candle which I lit was the candle of hope, or is the candle of hope. As God's people were abused by power-hungry kings, led astray by self-centered prophets, and lulled into apathy by half-hearted religious leaders, there arose a longing among some for God's deliverance and God's dynamic presence in their midst. And so... God revealed to some of the prophets that indeed he would not leave his people without a true shepherd. When Simeon saw the infant Jesus, it was revealed to him that Jesus was the one who was the promised one. And yet our world not fully redeemed, so again we await Christ's second advent with expectation and with hope that when he will come again and reveal himself to the world. Amen. Amen. At this time, I want to say thank you to all our children for joining us for this first part of the service. Uh, The Lord bless you as you go to Bible Town now, and may you see Jesus in a fresh way once again this morning. So again, thank you for joining us, and you may now go to your classes. And while that is happening... uh, We have come to the part of our service where we honor the Lord and worship him uh, with our giving. Um, 
And so I know most of you already know how to give. You, those of you who come in person uh, can drop your offering in the gray boxes. And there's also the option of giving online. Thank you uh, for doing that. Let's just uh, bow our heads in a moment of prayer as we commit the offering to the Lord this morning. Lord, as our lips praise you and our spirits seek your power, and so our hands provide the support for your church at work today, we thank you for giving us this privilege. All, this, all the glory is yours and yours alone. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen. We'll continue to uh, sing about uh, the coming of our Lord through the next couple of songs that we're going to sing. So join us once again as we do that. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely Until the Son of God appear, rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to
Savior of this world. The long-awaited promise you foretold, and right the wrongs that man has done. We pray your glorious kingdom come. sing that again, Emmanuel. you've all heard in the last several weeks immediately following the service which is going to be kept short enough today we're going to be meeting with the Botors family and that's really really exciting we're excited that, that you could be here today um, you've brushed the snow off your shoulders your car uh, your sidewalk and all those kinds of things and uh, praise God through the miracle of technology we'll be able to learn the weather report in Beirut Lebanon this morning and just a reminder that we'll be doing the same thing next week with uh, the McLarens. If you look over to the board, you can see the thermometer a change has occurred. We're at 16.7% of our way already to our goal. Praise God. Just a reminder that this is the Hopeful Gifts campaign for Lebanon. Um, and the Botros family have asked us to participate in it along with Canadian Baptist Ministries. So please remember, this is our Christmas offering. We'll be collecting over the next several weeks. The best way to do it is to go to the campaign that's listed there. 
You can go to CBM, but you have to find the Stanley Park link unless you go to that link that's there. Otherwise, you can give it through your normal church offerings. If you do it through the church online, make sure you get to the place where you can indicate that it's a special Christmas offering. God bless you. Let's continue with our service of worship. Well, good morning. Thank you, Mark, and thank you to uh, the worship team uh, for, for leading us uh, that wonderful time of singing to the Lord this morning. Can we just join our hearts together in prayer right now? Gracious Heavenly Father, God, thank you for the privilege to come together today in the name of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Father, we thank you today. Thank you for the incredible gift of salvation that is found in Jesus Christ alone. And Father, thank you that today... We celebrate and prepare to celebrate not only the wonderful celebration that is Christmas, but ultimately, Father, the the second coming of Christ that we are one day closer to today. Father God, I, I thank you for your word. I thank you for every promise here that we cling to. And I thank you, Father, that you are faithful to fulfill your word, that Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. And God, thank you that today we can trust in you, that we can put our whole heart, give it to you, Father. And that's what we do as an act of worship today. Our lives belong to you. They are not ours. They've been bought at the precious, most precious price of Jesus' blood shed for our sin. Thank you for that, Father. And today, Lord, I just pray that you'd speak to us through your word, minister to our hearts. Father God, conform us more to the image of your son, Jesus, and continue, Father, to have your way in this church, in each of our lives, in your church across this world. As we continue to keep in step with your Holy Spirit in carrying out the great commission that you have given to us, Father God, so that all people will hear the good news of Jesus Christ, and Father, that all those would hear who would hear would be saved. So Father God, we pray today, have your way, have your way through the remainder of our time together. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen.